0: Greetings, Survivors, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Agnes Drew and Max O'Brien. It's day 1,649 of our broadcast. What's the news? The biggest news we've
1: had this week is the letter that we read on the air yesterday. We're still kind of wigging out about it. Well, Max is, mostly. I'm still more squigged out by it than anything, It describes an experiment that Dr. Laramie Nolan did on a guy that had been bitten before he turned into a zombie. That's the part I get squeamish about every time I think about it. So creepy. Max is hung up on who the guy was because it turns out that he was a member
0: of Fiddleback Hollow. Well, since we first found out about the community of Fiddleback Hollow, Max is the one who's had the most interest
1: in them borderline unhealthy obsession, really.
2: Well, yeah. They were this potential connection we could have had. Initially, I thought we could find friends among them. At the very least, we could have provided mutual support. I would have been happy with amiable trading partners. But then they ended up being this standoffish, almost threatening group for reasons I couldn't fathom. But we knew so little about them and their story that the whole situation seemed shrouded in mystery. And then they were gone and we learned that they were posturing the whole time. And now, thanks to some morally questionable zombie research by Dr. Nolan, we know what happened to them. I'd been trying to come to terms with the fact that we'd likely never know, and he met Christine Easterlin.
1: Jeez, Max, you say it like she's some sort of celebrity.
0: More like an elusive phantom whose corporeal presence was questionable.
2: She kind of seemed like both. She's been no more than a disembodied voice over the airwaves for so long.
0: And I think it's safe to say that in all that time, you've made her into something bigger than she is. In your mind, at least. We've talked about how she must have a very dominating personality. What, with the way she ruled the roost at Fiddleback Hollow? But she's also crackers. She's human. A very lonely scared, and traumatized person. Remember all of the things that the Fiddleback Hollow Journal chronicled? All the struggle and hardship that they went through? After every bad situation that they experienced, they built more walls against the outside world. They clung together for survival. While their withdrawal from the outside world arguably might not have been the best thing to do, it also served to strengthen the bonds within their group. I can only imagine how close they must have been. Think about how close the three of us are. Then imagine that that's all we've got. When Dr. Nolan walked away from her that day, she watched her whole family go with him, knowing they were about to die. ...knowing they were being cut open on his operating table and then turning into zombies.
1: I... I can't even imagine the emotional fallout of that. If it had been us in that situation and the two of you had been bitten... ...and consented to becoming part of Dr. Nolan's experiment... ...I don't
0: even have words for how I would feel about that. I know we haven't had a friendly relationship with Christine... She's been outright hostile to us. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be compassionate towards her. In fact, she probably needs our compassion more than a lot of other people. The whole time that we were trying to convince Max to leave the people of Fiddleback Hollow alone, he kept pressing that they might need our help. And as it turned out, he was right. That community, those five people... Did need help. And I wonder if maybe. Maybe we could have lessened. Some of the hardship they experienced. But all of that is water under the bridge now. Dr. Nolan has confirmed. That they are all dead now. All except for Christine. And now more than ever. We need to show her kindness. In the weeks Since she lost everyone. We have no idea where she went. Or who she's with now. But from that last transmission that we received from her on the ham radio, I'm confident in saying that I don't think she's doing well. If she still feels the need to put up this front of having Army behind her when we know it's not true.
1: I get what you're saying, but how can we show her kindness and compassion when she keeps putting out these radio transmissions about being left alone?
2: I think changing our collective attitude toward her is a good start. And broadcasting about it, like we're doing now. If she hears it, it might make a difference. Maybe there are listeners out there that know her, chance upon her, or regularly interact with her. We can be reminding them to show her care and compassion.
1: Isn't that true with everybody? I mean, we've all been through a lot. There's the collective trauma of the apocalypse, compounded by the individual hardships and losses that people have experienced. Yes!
0: That's the broader point here. We should be treating people, loved ones, friends, acquaintances, and strangers, as though they have wounds that need care. Because they most likely do. All the Christine Easterlins out there need to be handled with kid gloves. And since we still don't know who she is, maybe we need to be treating everyone like they could be her. Extra care, extra kindness, extra compassion, every chance that we get.
2: Let's end on that. Um, This is Mercury, a broadcast of hope with Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Agnes Drew. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care of each other.